Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about unstable surface training and if there is a need to include that in our programs and maybe if we're getting a little too carried away on social media. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back everybody to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We are here answering all of your physical therapy, fitness, sports performance, business related questions on the show here. If you have other great questions, don't forget, go to MikeReynolds.com, click on that podcast link and you can fill out the form to ask us some of your own questions, which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I would think it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm here with Mike Scuduto, Dan Pope, and Lenny McCrina. We are here, um, yeah, we're here for you. Here for you. We're here for you, right? Lenny, who do we have for a student today? Today we have, uh, <laughs> Trey's been with us for a while now. And, um, <laughs> it's been a few weeks. <laughs> Trey is uh, Trey Martin. What's his nickname? Trey, Dr. Trey. Dr. Trey. Dr. Trey. Oh, we're doing Dr. Trey. Dr. Trey. Dr. Trey is here. About Trey. Dr. Trey. Um, He's from East Tennessee State University. And Trey, I want to give you the floor. What? Give us. Give us one quick fact about you. I told Mike this last week, and I'll mention the internet. I'm banned from Uber currently. That is a quick fact about me. Uh, we don't want to get into that. Yeah, story. I don't know if we can go public with that one. Somewhere. No, okay. You don't want it. Sound yeah. like a humble, a humble reason, like a mis- miscommunication, but, but yeah, we're gonna glance over that yeah. and get right into this episode. Yeah. So, Dr. Trey, why don't you start with the question today? So, Phil from Florida. There's been a lot of content on social media lately having pro athletes, specifically football athletes. On BOSU balls, standing on physio balls, and even having their eyes closed catching a football on a BOSU ball. What are your thoughts on this type of perturbation training? Is there good carryover, or is this just to gain traction on social media? <laughs> we get we actually get this question a good amount, like or a question like this all the time. It seems like there's like two camps out there. Like the people that I mean this is social media people. People are just screwing around. I mean, let's not take everything so seriously. Like, why, why is everybody so serious all the time? I mean, yeah, I think that's part of it. I think those posts are 100% uh, intended to be entertainment. Yes. Like, they're not telling you this is what you should be doing. They're kind of like showing you, like, oh, this is something cool that being an athlete did. This guy's a freak athlete. He can do this. It's not like you should do this, too. <laughs> right. Not like entertainment. This is, what, this is what we do. If I did Instagram posts of what we did here all day, you'd fall asleep <laughs> at how boring it is. But then, like, one guy's doing something crazy. And then, you know, I mean, you egg him on. You're like, all right, I bet you can't do it with this. I bet you can't do it with this. And you're like, all right, we got to film this, right? Like, that's, I mean, calm down, people. Like, and then everybody gets into the debate on whether or not that's like a waste of time or something like that. Like, so I'm just, it's funny we address the entertainment value first before we actually talk about any of the efficacy value of this. But like, I, my first opinion on all these people getting freaked out about these posts is calm down, right? Because you're talking about the other ones. Now, I will throw in there anytime you do something that's like inherently unsafe. 
then that's probably stupid. You shouldn't really do that. But if it's like somebody's doing an overhead barbell squat on a physio ball, that's, that's silly. But the, again, they're not doing it to educate you. They're doing it to entertain you and just realize that that's what social media is, right? So I don't know. But it, 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 let's, let's switch gears because I've actually seen some other people talk about this, how unstable surface training has no benefit and it's just kind of like eyewash. So, I don't know, who wants to start that? Lenny, you, you probably yeah, know no, a lot of the I, research uh, on ACLs yeah, there's and stuff. definitely research that supports it, and I think it's a little crazy to kind of throw it out. Or what's, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, yeah. Poor baby. Poor baby. Poor bathwater. It's so wasteful. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. The, the, what you see on social media is a small snippet of that two-hour treatment or hour treatment that they're doing. That's a 10-second snapshot of somebody standing on a BOSU ball playing catch. I know the videos that we're talking about. I think we got into discussion with other people on Twitter about it, and there's definitely people that are anti, like, BOSU should be, like, burned to the ground yeah. and never used again. Yeah. People say that. Right. They're just like, oh, Bo BOSUs are, and physio yeah. balls are, yeah. like, evil and physical right. therapy. I love that. That's one. not to say that I'm using them a ton, but I use them. And you're working on balance. I'm working on perturbation, neuromuscular control. There's a, uh, there's a phase in the rehab or time in the rehab that I use it, but they're always squatting and deadlifting and doing all the other unsexy stuff that I don't put on social media or other people don't put on social media because that's you see it a lot. So somebody, you have to be different. You got to put something on there that looks fun and exciting. And so you put that on. Um, uh, coming from Alabama and Birmingham and, and, and Kevin, we, we did that a ton. We did sport cords and throwing a basketball at somebody while they're landing on an unstable surface and doing a little perturbation training. There's numerous studies that say that perturbation training it, it can help with... Um, decreasing incidence of ACL injuries and lower extremity injuries. It's working on balance and control of the whole lower extremity and core. So why not incorporate it, but make sure you also have all the other stuff in the program. So like I said, one small aspect of what they're doing. We always, like talk, about, aspect. We always talk about the why, right? There's tons of whys here. So uh, unstable surfaces are extremely effective at helping you develop balance coordination, control, control in two planes while you're moving in one plane, right? We talk about that all the time, where you're controlling the other planes while you're moving in the sagittal plane, for example. That's what unstable surfaces do for you. That's what perturbations do for you. By throwing a ball, you're distracting the person so that way you can go from conscious to unconscious. By closing your eyes, you're increasing the challenge to the, the system with that. There are reasons why you do this and doing these basic things. I've I, My next person Person that's coming in next is going to stand on an unstable surface with his knee bent and I'm gonna do some perturbations on him I'm literally about to do it on the next person now if that's the only thing you do with them and you neglect loading and getting them strong and I think we all agree that's silly but who on earth is doing that like nobody's doing that right? I, think, I think maybe the issue is people get they confuse this type of training for strength training right and they right. and they don't realize the limiting factor, I guess, with an unstable surface is going to be your balance and proprioception. So you, you have to decrease load. And so if you really want to build strength, um, we know you have to increase the load over time, um, but you're not really able to do that on an unstable surface. So you have to look right. at what's the limiting factor of the exercise. If you want to gain strength, we probably can't 
do that on an unstable surface forever because you can't increase the load. And in the rehab world, this is just in the sport, in the strength and conditioning world, we talk a lot about their characteristics like strength, power, uh, agility, stuff like that. For us, when we're talking about like strength and neuromuscular control, it's the same concept. You want to use a conjugated periodization scheme with that. If we just had a phase of six weeks of strength and then six weeks of balance training, that makes no sense, right? Like we would never do it like that. We put the two and overlap them together. So you might do like some squats on an unstable surface, but then some some weighted loaded squats in the same session in a conjugated approach. And I think that's that's the big thing. So as long as people understand that, but like the people that are getting like all bent out of shape about this, like like just just realize this is entertainment, right? What what you got, Dan? You 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 have some crazy social media posts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that. You know, I'll post exercises. I don't use that often because they're fancy, and you know, I think they do yeah. have some good use. But I know they want to get more traction with something that's a little bit funky than something that's more basic. Um, yeah, but 90% of the time when you use that more basic thing. Um, in the clinic, I feel pretty strongly that you just need to make sure you're using the time uh, appropriately. So if you have someone that has like ACL tear, let's use that example since we talked about that a little bit, and you have two hours across the entire week, you have to work on so many different parameters, you know, I'm sure that balance and perturbation training is going to make a small piece of that, but you have to really make sure you're hitting a lot of stuff, you right. know. Conditioning is going to be really important. Balance, building basic strength. You got to work multiple joints. Let's say you're doing some sort of mental techniques to improve range of motion. There's all sorts of stuff you have to focus on. So if you're using a lot of these high-level perturbation trainings, great, but make sure you're putting in the other stuff just like everyone else has said. It's super important. Yeah, well said. And, that, and I, I would say balance training is a small portion of what we do, right? We talk about this a lot like in our research and stuff, but realize I think this is where some of the people get hung up a little bit here is that there's actually studies that compare strength training versus neuromuscular training. But just realize that's because that's how you conduct research. That doesn't mean you only can choose one. Like You can put them both together. And like Dan said it's a very small piece of the pie right like if we're just talking about a 60 minute block if you're doing more than 10 minutes of neuromuscular control it might be too much we would probably do five minutes at the beginning five minutes at the end and there's a lot of stuff in between for what we're doing and i think that's actually been been super helpful so you know the main point is is like look it's it's easy to criticize a crazy post but don't forget that there is still a need for balance training. And even, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if you were part of this. I was having a Twitter conversation with some people that I really respect and trust, and they were like, I'd never do that. And I'm like, well, come on. I mean, there's times you could you could use a BOSU ball, I mean, but then it's not evil. Like, if it, it can help you with certain objectives, but just realize that might be a very small objective, like Dan said. So, you know, just like everything else, Put it all together. There is no right answer. Put it all together, and I think that's the big thing. And just realize that a lot of this is just entertainment. Don't get bent out of shape on, on social media, right? Yeah, Awesome. So good question. I'm glad we kind of covered that. I think that was a good one. If you have another question like that, feel free, MikeReynolds.com. Click on that podcast link and fill out the form, and we'll keep answering away. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.